welcome to the Joys of Marketing podcast. We are your hosts, Becky and Lindsay, founders and directors of Coaching by Zebra. We are super passionate about helping business owners just like you to make your ambitions a reality through the perfect balance of mindset and marketing. Are you ready to have fun, build a business that thrives and step into the role of CEO? We're here to help you get there. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Joys of Marketing. So today it's Becky and I'm doing this episode solo. And this episode is all about finding your niche. Now, this is a topic that we're very passionate about. So let's kick it off right at the beginning with starting with what a niche actually is. So your business niche is your focused area that you will serve out of a broader market that's going to differentiate you from others. So a niche is ideally an area that's underserved or perhaps it has enough demand out there that some customers within it have unmet needs. But even really busy markets um, in products like, for example, bread or gin, things like that, some people might think that those markets are really saturated, but actually there's plenty of room for more and more businesses within them, um, as I'm sure we keep seeing. If those businesses that are newcomers to that market or are finding a new niche have a clear enough draw to really attract their customers to them because the market for a loaf of, you know, supermarket own white medium bread might be very different to the market for a artisan high-end hand-baked loaf. So they're the same product, but they've just got their very clear markets and that can come from many different things. Um, it it all comes back to really your branding, your messaging, where you position yourself, your price point, all different things like that. But really establishing where your slice of the market is, is fundamental. And your niche is going to do that. And today we're going to go into a lot of detail because quite a lot of businesses um, have a niche of sorts. But actually, sometimes it's worth considering whether you might be better to go even further into that niche and really hone in on something something particular. But we'll come on to that shortly. So finding your niche allows you to excel and really thrive in your sector and draw in the right customers for your business. So with a niche, people that need your product or your service, they're more likely to really appreciate it because they will see you completely as the expert and they'll be really loyal to that as well in what you do and it can actually also enable you to charge more for your services in some cases because your services within your niche are a lot more specialized so there is a phrase that we like and that's commit to a niche and stop trying to be everything to everyone and that's pretty black and white which is how we like to be in business but honestly, it's very true that if you try and talk to everybody, you actually end up talking to nobody because nobody really quite knows if you're for them or not. 
and a niche can really help with that. So carving out your market and positioning yourself as the go-to brand for a specific audience not only establishes your credibility over competing generalists, but it also results in a much more focused business for you to run. But so, so many people struggle to niche and we're very honest as well. It's something that we found really hard when we first started our business and it can feel, and this is the main reason I think people find it quite difficult and ourselves included when we began, because it can really feel like if you're choosing a specialism or a segment that you're leaving money on the table. It feels in a way like you're just leaving money right there on the table and walking away from it. But we promise you that that's not the case at all because having a strong niche can really make you more profitable in the long run. But accepting that can be really hard, especially if you're in the early stages of business when you you might just be focused on generating as much income as you can. It can feel really difficult to do and it takes you know, some mindset work around trusting that your niche is right for you and that if you say no to certain things that aren't within that area and if you do specialise down further into a niche, that those customers will come and it will all be okay. It's developing that trust and confidence and self-belief in yourself and your business that that is possible. And another reason it's quite difficult for some businesses is that you might have quite a few options for your niche. And in those cases, it's going to take market research to find out what route to actually go down. So we would suggest if this is you and you fall into this bracket, just ask people, ask potential customers, ask other business owners, look at the industries and the landscape of the segments that you're considering. And work out the financial data on it as well. Have a little look into all of that combined and do some research because having that knowledge will give you the power to make your decision. But there are so many benefits to niching and just a few of them are things like it builds trust because you can show so clearly that you're the expert and it gives you such an opportunity to showcase your skills and your experience to their best potential because it's so focused. It makes marketing so much easier. And we make no secret of, you know, a few years ago in past jobs when we were responsible for marketing and for the company's social media, for example, it was so, so hard to do because there was no niche at all. There was no clear ideas and inspiration for what to actually say and communicate because it's not clear who the content was meant to be talking to so having a niche really does help you to be so much more creative because it helps put a stop to creative block because you know exactly what you want to talk about and who you want to talk about it to So niching can also, as I've mentioned already, increase your profitability because you can charge more as a specialist because people want to work with a business and with someone who they feel like gets them. Isn't it the most amazing feeling if you find a business and you just feel like they understand, you just feel like they get where you're coming from, where you're at and what you need and that they're going to be able to be the solution that you need. And 
people will pay the true value of a professional when it's something that they specifically need help with. And you can really, really get to know what you do. You can get to know your industry and your clients inside out. And you can develop your skills and up-level so much within it. So a niche is not restricting. It actually opens up so many possibilities for you to become so educated and expert in that area and for you to keep getting better and better at what you do. And importantly as well, your niche is probably going to be something that you really enjoy. So importantly, you get to do more of what you enjoy and you get to do more of what you are best at as well with it. So it's really about going deeper than the surface and it's about considering the next layer of what you do. So within a lot of industries, there will be multiple options for what you choose. But think of who exactly might need certain products to go to that next level. So if I use a really random example of a non-iron shirt or an easy iron shirt, that's kind of a niche because it's different to the ones that don't claim to, you know, not need to be ironed. So that is a bit of a niche. However, wouldn't it make so much sense to really go to that next level and target business people that travel regularly? Because that is a group of people that might benefit from these non-iron shirts specifically. So then you've got your niche, but you've also got that next level of exactly who is likely to perhaps need that niche. So with Zebra, we don't just offer done-for-you marketing services and business coaching for anybody and everybody. We offer it to businesses that are motivated, that are entrepreneurial, that are not set in their ways and that want to grow. And there's a really random example on this topic in terms of a business, um, an American business, diapers.com, and they made nappies, which obviously there are many, many options out there for nappies. Lots of companies make them. But their niche was quite simply that they started delivering them. So I'm going a long way back. Um, I don't know what year, but I'm going quite a way back when that wasn't super common. But their niche was that they started delivering them to provide extra convenience to busy parents. And that company actually later sold to Amazon for $545 million, million not pounds. So that would not have happened had they just stuck with creating nappies, it happened because they looked into the next level of how they could slightly differentiate themselves and target, you know, super busy working parents or whatever it, whatever it was. So as I've mentioned, it can be quite hard to do though. And this is just a quick tip really. Um, if you're thinking, listening to this now, perhaps I do need to go to that next level. Perhaps I can explore a bit more into my niche and you know see what it might be able to be or whether there's an option that I should consider if you are struggling um with what to do for your niche google google can actually really help so obviously we would say please do not base your entire niche on a quick google search um but when you do search on there it often adds in suggested specialisms relating to what it is that you search so um, let's think cruelty-free makeup is a niche. So 
there's a lot of companies out there, makeup companies now that are cruelty free. And increasing numbers of businesses are actively talking about this and promoting it as a part of their USP and their marketing. However, if you type in a few phrases related to cruelty-free makeup on Google, you will get so many suggestions of ways to potentially niche within that industry. So it could be that it's for sensitive skin, uh, products for sensitive skin, for mature skin, brushes, products, equipment, removers, um, all different products, oily skin, dry skin, different price points. There are so many specifics you can look into even within one one area so we know that you will be wanting to now consider yours and you also know if you've listened to any of our other episodes or or worked with us in any way that we always like to make sure that you have actions that you can take away to really start to look into these things for your business and implement them So there are a few things to consider when it comes to what your niche might be. So think about, first of all, things like your pricing. Are you going to be aiming to position yourselves as luxury, mid-range, discount value? Where are you aiming to position yourself price point-wise? And demographics. So who are you wanting to attract? So think of their demographics, things like gender, age, income level, education level, all of those different different types of categories. And then the quality, and this will be connected to all of the others, particularly price point in some cases. But what is the quality of your product? Is it premium? Is it handmade? Is it economical, cheap and cheerful? Think about those types of things as well. And psychographics. So this one's really important. Um, because it's often these things that are the motivators as to whether someone will really connect with you and connect with your business and your product. So what are your markets, values, interests, attitudes, things like that? How will they perceive the niche that you're considering or what it is that you currently currently do? And geographics as well. Um, Some businesses, this might not be particularly relevant, but for others, it might be that you aim at residents of a certain country, region, um, perhaps even within your own local community. So think of things like that. But that's all very focused on who your customers are going to be. So it's also when you're thinking about your niche, important to think about yourself as well. So what is it that you enjoy? What do you enjoy doing? What do you enjoy in business? Who do you like working with? What is your skill set? What are your skills? What are your strengths? And what is your experience and expertise? Will your journey and your story in life and in business so far, will that help people? How is that going to help people specifically? Is there a gap in the market that you've identified? Is there a segment that you think is quite underserved or that has space for more? And who do you really want to work with? Because that's ultimately what it can come down to as well. Really think about who your ideal dream world customer is going to be. 
So scribble down some ideas on all of that. And then we would say, sit with it for a few days and then revisit and see if you feel drawn to anything in particular or if anything's jumping out at you from the answers to some of those questions. But once you have thought of your niche, once you've come up with what you would like it to be, you can move on to evaluating it and also to work out how you're going to communicate it and whether it's truly going to be right for you. So ask yourself things like what problems does your niche address? What solutions does it therefore give to those problems? What does it deliver for people? What motivates your customers? And does that match your niche? Are they going to be motivated to purchase your product or buy from you? What are your unique selling points? What personality will the product appeal to? And does that match your current personality of your business and your communications? What tone of voice will the customer relate to? Again, connected to personality. And what's the spending power of your of your identified market? Does the price point that you want your product or service to be match with the spending power of your ideal customers? But as we've mentioned earlier, having a clear niche should really make your marketing easier because all your output will be so much more focused. So think about where you're going to market your product. Where are these customers for this niche product and for for this niche that your business will be? Where are they hanging out? Are they listening to particular podcasts? Are they reading particular blogs or magazines? What social media channels are they on? Things like that. Which of those are going to be relevant for you to market in? So do a bit of a bit of an audit really on your current marketing activity, because if you're going to look at exploring a new niche for your business or niching a little bit further than you currently have, auditing where your current marketing is is important because you need to make sure it really aligns with that new niche. So if you, for example, are present on every social media platform that exists, but only find that two are effective for you, or you think that your customers are only going to be in two of them, look at where you might be able to get rid of a few or on the flip of that, anywhere you might have to add to actually be present in areas where these customers are. So we always say that knowledge isn't power. It's acting on that knowledge that is the true power. So after this episode, I know I've just gone through a lot of questions and quite a few tasks and a lot of thought provoking um, things to go through. But a few steps we would suggest taking might be things like just look at your current niche if you have one and see whether it still feels right for you. See whether you still feel aligned and connected to it and like you can grow the business within the niche that you have right now. And if you're not sure, if you are sure, that's absolutely great. You've reconfirmed, reestablished that you are doing exactly what you what you need to be doing, what you want to be doing, and that's brilliant. But if not... It might be that you feel like you want to niche a little bit further or perhaps find a niche completely if you don't feel like you have a clear one at the moment or just tweak it slightly. So have a look at where you're at right now. And if you are thinking, oh my God, I haven't been niching, I have been trying to talk to everybody, 
um I really struggle with my creativity and I think it's because I've got no clear you know clear niche then just go through those questions whiz backwards into this episode and just re-go through those questions to start to pull out what might be the right route for you to take and also just then look at your marketing give it a bit of an MOT just to check whether you're missing any gaps that might be good to be in or perhaps look at where you're putting your time and your effort in terms of your marketing um, as to what's going to be most effective and where your time's going to be best spent in that way. And, oh my gosh, a quote that we love just to finish. Um, we always say, it's better to be someone's shot of tequila than everybody's cup of tea. And that's very true when it comes to niching. As we've said, it can feel scary. It can actually feel really hard to do. Um, we went back and forth for so long and also got caught in that trap of overthinking it as well. So if you find that you're recognizing that you're doing that, please just take five minutes, pause, take a couple of days, revisit, because actually sometimes you can quite easily overthink these things because you can think that you need to put yourself in a very, very specific box. But actually, you know, there are multiple customer types out there, um, even within even within a niche. So try not to overthink it as well. Um, but I really hope that this episode has been helpful. Um, I really hope that it's been thought provoking and that you can go away from here now with um, lots of information to consider your niche. And even if, like I say, you are where you need to be right now and you love your current niche, perhaps you can revisit in six months or so because it's always good to keep checking in as your business evolves that it all still feels aligned. But yeah. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time.